With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You couldn't take any chances. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time for downloading the pod. Uh, and as we say, all of the pods can be found on bluesfocuspod.co.uk. Uh, if you're downloading iTunes, then please uh, rate, leave a comment, um, good or bad. Uh, we like to pick up on, on all comments that we can and discuss them in various pods. Uh, today, as ever, I've got uh, Tom Oxman with me. How are you, Tom? Good, thanks, mate. You? Yeah, very, very well. Uh, and we, we're really, really lucky to have uh, yet again another sort of legend of the club, um, certainly over more recent times than, than maybe a few of the players that have come on. Um, so, Roger Johnson, many thanks for taking the time to join us. No problem at all. No problem. Very good man. Just quickly before we get going, I uh, just want to give a little shout out to our Patreon page. Go check it out. Link will be in the description. Um, few shout outs to uh, current Patreons, uh, JM Real, Simon Evans, and Balbone North. <laughs> um, so thank you to you guys for donating to the Patreon page. So, Roger, just to give it, I, I guess, a bit of background for I think we, we probably all know, but play for the club, good side in the, in the Premiership, uh, scored on a couple of occasions. One in particular does stand out, which I think we'll touch on at one point during the yeah. pod. Uh, but but yeah, just just um, look, you know, given where we are at the moment, and we will cover off your views on I think where Blues are currently. Just the the difference ten years makes uh, d- doesn't sound a long time, but feels like a bloody eternity ago. But before we get in, get on to that, um, be really interested to understand. You know, was football always your passion as a lad? Was it something that you were sort of you know, kicking a ball around as a nipper, is that where your head was at from the get-go or is it something that happened later on in life for you? No, it was. I mean, as a young lad, all I want to do is play football. 
Um, not blessed with massive football ability. I mean, the kids, young kids I see nowadays doing tricks and, and, and the, what the work they've got them doing is ugh, above and beyond the, what, what my youth was like. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to be a footballer. I just had the, the mindset and heart to, to want to be a footballer. And, and anyone told me I couldn't, then I, that, that was me. And that's me, me in life, really. If someone says, oh, I bet you can't do it, I, bet you I can kind of thing. So I wouldn't advise it, that that strategy to, to young kids of today, because I, I kind of just ignored school. All the teachers saying, you know, you won't make it. You need to have a, an education. My mum and dad, they backed me to the hilt, but obviously tried to get me to do the education. But I was, no, just one track mine. And, and thankfully enough, I put all my eggs in one basket and, and thankfully it yeah, paid and off. Just on that, was that at... Um... So sort of, I guess, from those more formative years around sort of teenage years, were you, I know you, you'd sort of got involved with Wickham pretty pretty early on, but was, were you playing sort of local football and then, and certain something, sorry, go on. Uh, be, no, I was going to say before that I was at Chelsea, but I, I moved to Bournemouth when I was about okay. 11. Um, but I was at Chelsea from, from eight to 12. Um, but obviously that, that journey, they changed Monday, Thursdays, like... Um, Battersea on on a Monday and Harlington on a Thursday. So it was, and my mum would pick me up. But the headmaster knew what I was like, and we and we got on. Um, and that's that was me at middle school. This is sort of I was still going up there in year eight, I think year seven, year eight. And he, he let me finish early because my mum was just waiting in the car park to slap me all the way from Bournemouth to London <laughs> um, on a Thursday night, trying to get into Battersea in the central London. So yeah, I mean, my mum and dad. Bless them, they, 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 they did everything for me in that sense. Um, but it was just, at that age, it was just too far to go in the end. Yeah. It took its toll um, on my parents. So then, then um, I had a spree spell at Bournemouth um, under Sean O'Driscoll and, and Tony okay. Pulis, uh, the academy there. Um, and, then, and then went to Portsmouth um, and sort of went, stayed there till I was 15. Um, and it's changed now. It's a scholarship, isn't it? The old school was YTS, yeah. two years YTS. You're either good enough or you're not. And if you're not, you're out. So, yeah, but at that stage, they, 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 they decided not to offer me a YTS. Um, so at that stage, I thought my world was over. I thought, Christ, what am I going to do now? Um, and I was playing for the county. I was playing for Dorset. Um, and uh, a Wickham scout was there and just said, look, he wanted to come up for, for two weeks um, and train with us, uh, with, the, with the youth set up. Um, and within three, I played one game and I think at three training sessions, they just said, yeah, we, we want to offer you a YTS. Brilliant. Brilliant. And, and did, so, you, did you feel, that you'd, maybe because you'd had a couple of knockbacks, did you feel that you, did you play with a bit more freedom or did you feel the pressure was on and think, shit, this is my last chance, I really need to go uh, for it. What, what was it? Was it different when you got to Wickham? Well, I mean, in, in, I always thought I'd make it in my head. I, I, I didn't. I don't really feel pressure. I, I just crack on. I just get on with it. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't view it as a last chance at all. I just thought. I thought I should have had a YT at Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, they thought differently. Um, the lads they gave YTSs to in my position, none of them made it in the game. So that was a wrong decision on their part. Yeah. But. In, in, in hindsight, it was a great thing for me to maybe have that, yeah. um, that knockback. 
because it made me want it even more. Sure. Um, so when, when the Wiccan thing come up, I just thought, right, I'm, I'm going to give this everything and then dive into it. Um, and fortunately enough, I was lucky enough to play in my in my first year of my YTS as a, as in the first team. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think at yeah. the time you were maybe, I think just doing some research, I think you made your debut at 17 and I think probably the youngest to, to, to play for the first. So how I was, we were speaking to... Um, another ex-player, Paul Tate, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he, I think he played for Blues 16-17, and he said, I, I think in fairness, totally different personalities, but I think he was very much, he didn't feel he was ready for it. How did yeah. you view it when you made just when you made that, that, that sort of start? Well, you've got to think about football back then. I, I'm, I was a 17-year-old playing in a team of men. Yeah. I think the average age back then was, was 30 something like that. Yeah. So nowadays, football's changed tenfold. Um, so going into that, sort of uh, that dynamic of, of grown men, and back then you could, you were allowed to give the kids a bit of a wallop. Um, so yeah, it was daunting, but I thought, oh, I'm there on merit. The man, Laurie Sanchez was the manager, called me in, and just said, look, you, I, I want to take you with the first team. Um, and, and came on second half uh, and made my debut against Trevor Benjamin. We won two one. I went at Cambridge. Uh, never forget it. And it was it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then sort of from that day, my second year, they didn't back then they didn't give me a pro straight away. But they made me sort of still look your YTS. You've done well. Kept me grounded. Still doing jobs. Still clearing out boots and skips and and, and whatsoever. Um, and yeah, I was. It made me want it more. I mean, my mum will tell you, she, I was a terror as a, as a kid, school, home life. But because I knew I wanted to be a footballer that badly, going into that environment, it was yes sir, no sir. Go and make me a tea, clear that bit. Like yeah, of course I'm going to do it. No attitude there because I, I wanted to be in that environment. And if it took me cleaning a million pairs of boots and clearing out whatever I, I needed to do, mopping floors, yeah, I, of course I'll do it. Um, so that side of it, I mean, I was still, I was in the first team at one point, and I was I was still having to do jobs after the game. So Jesus. yeah, it was it was good times. I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, and I think it made, it made me the person I am today because it it's not. I, I look nowadays at some of the kids and Christ, they got it easy. They got it so easy. Um, <laughs> but that's how the game's changed, and 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 I I believe my. my my era of, of growing up within the game and and to when I finished, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Do you reckon that's why we lack kind of strong leaders in the modern game because people don't learn the hard way these days? Well, unfortunately, I've thought this for many years. It's, it's going to... The era of sort of John Terry's and that, that's gone now and your Lampards and your Gerrards, you've got Hed, like Henderson now has been with those characters. So there's still some some sort of rules there. But I think when when Hen, like Henderson's era, Jordan Henderson's era come out of the game, unfortunately, I think it's just something's going to be missing. Yeah. It really yeah. it really is. And uh, over the years since then, year on year, it's just got, it's hard to explain. Um, maybe I'm stuck on, on how I think it should be. But again, look, I, I love how the game's going forward, but there still has to be some some grounding for these young kids and, and, and earning, 
not just making a cup of tea. That's just something. But I don't know, just the respect for the older player now. Yeah. So over yeah. the years, I've, I've heard like talking back and... and and I just no, I said, it's not for me. I don't like it. And and I know with my team, it, I've, I've made it very very clear. Look, this this is this is this time. My first meeting with him, I was like, look, I'm not I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for being punctual and work hard and be respectful. There's there's three things, and that ain't asking for a lot. Um, and and I think with with my with my thoughts on that, and that they kind of they bought into it. Yeah. Um, if you if you if you're late for training, you won't train. It's that simple. You, you stand and watch. Yeah. And it didn't take it long before I parked a couple of lads, and, and they thought, right, he's, he's actually serious. Yeah. Um, and you can guess what happened. No one was late. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't be late in any walk of life. You, you've got an office job, and you're walking in at, at three minutes past ten, and you're supposed to start at ten. And he's going to pull you. Oh, where are you doing? Yeah. Absolutely. You're late. So yeah, I think just just that that kind of small things, but it, it makes you respect all the work that's gone into it, the planning. There's people there putting on set, and you you just roll up at any time you want at ten past, and we start at ten. Uh, yeah, that that doesn't work in any in any walk. No, it's not not just football. So just making them the respect of it there. But it's a long-winded answer to your question. Yeah, I do think it's missing. Yeah, yeah and, um, and maybe you know with your time at Wickham when you. You know, you've you've sort of you've gone in early, and you've had a, like an unbelievable ground in there. So, do you think that obviously, I, just looking at the time um, when you're at Wickham, you've got a lot of interest from a lot of clubs. Um, did you ever feel, or did you did you want to maybe move on sooner than you did before you went to Cardiff? Or I was only talking about this the other day. Um, with the, with the gaffer at Bromley. Um, so when, when I first got in the team, cause we, there's a young lad, Liam Vincent, uh, um, uh, Bromley now, 17. Uh, he made his debut the other day. Um, got Man City sniffing around. People have made offers from leagues. So we were just having this conversation. And, and, and then I was like, when, when I was at Wickham and, and got in that, you, you have to strike while, while they're that age, that, while yeah. the iron's hot. Um, <clears throat> Unfortunately, I got in the team. I mean, Laurie Sanchez put a cat amongst the pigeons, made me captain at 18 of the first team, and like against with, with men. So there's people there that were probably a bit pissed off and think, well, how's he give in the skipper's armband? Um, so I played sort of six, six, seven games on eight games on the trot, and, and we, we won six of them. We're flying way at Bournemouth, and it was just because just that ridiculous because obviously I had loads of people there, my family live in Bournemouth. Um, and I, I tore my cartilage in my knee, had to come off. Um, and it took me sort of eight months to get back from that. Mm -hmm. And and just before that, there was talk with Graham Soonis at Blackburn, um, was very interested, had watched me last sort of three games, and, and they and they there was talk that they, they, they were about to make an offer. So that side of it, I was disappointed. Um, to answer the question, I, I did. I loved it at Wickham, but I did end up staying there too long um, yeah. from making my debut to leaving at 23. Um, obviously, that Blackburn talk was with, was when I was 18, 19. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was annoyed. I've missed the boat in that respect of not getting to a higher level quicker. Yeah. But what, what happened after it, it, it's still, I still can't complain. It's still, I still got to where I wanted to get to. So, yeah, just took a long way around.
So when you you sort of what did you like about the Cardiff sort of opportunity? Was it was there anything that was stand out for you, or what what was what attracted you to them? What it was was look, I'd, I'd done everything I I felt I'd get promoted at Wickham that than I could do. I was getting in sort of the PFA team of the years from your peers and picking you year on year. I was getting uh, player of the year year on year. So meet my mindset I wanted to get to, to, the, to the highest level so if something yeah. came in higher it was it was a no-brainer for me um, that I had to go and test myself and, and I was supposed to act, I was actually supposed to, I spoke to Kenny Jack I was supposed to go to Swansea at the time and they were in league one um, Cardiff caught wind of it and, and sort of hijacked it and they were in a championship so it was yeah. no-brainer for me from from league two to, to the championship mm-hmm. huge step. Um, and yeah, wanted it badly. Yeah, and uh, I mean, had a, a really good run and a really good team. Um, well, what was di- what did you find different from that? Obviously, you've gone up a level. Did you cope with it okay? Did you think it was like this is me? Did it take your time to adjust? Um, not really, to be fair. I mean, uh, look, they had the, the, the centre back pair in there. You had Percy on. I ended yeah. up taking Percy's place. Um, but he took that well. That. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it was just good, it, it, just the professionalism and, and the better standard of player, the better standard of opposition. Oh, I, I loved it. Well, I had three really great years at, at Cardiff, similar to Wickham, getting to play with the year every year. And, and no, I, Dave Jones sort of eased me in. And when once once I was in, I don't, I don't think I missed the game for two and a half years. So, um yeah, loved it. Uh, very, very fond memories of, of, of Cardiff. And what, and what what do you remember about the the FA Cup run? What, what is that? You know, sort of stand. There's obviously you've got you've had a few standouts in your career, but that that must have been up there. Yeah, they have to get to as a championship side so to get to the, the FA Cup final. Watched it as a kid. Big big deal in my house. Um, and and to play in it. it was Some players play their whole career and don't get to any sort of final to try and win silverware. So um, to get to the final was above and beyond for, for the club, um, yeah. for me me personally. And um, just shame it, 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 it didn't go our way on the day, but we certainly made a good account of ourselves. And that, that, what that, uh, that day that made me feel that hurt helped me years later when I got back to another one yeah for sure so that which which is a nice sort of segue to you know very successful yeah. at Cardiff and I think Blues had been if if rumours are true who knows in football probably made a couple of approaches for you before we actually we actually landed you so uh, again what, what were your first impressions when you when you came to when you came to the Blues what 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 did you think of the club a good start Great start. I mean, it was very professional when I signed. Again, when, when it came about and, and my agent rang me, I said, look, get it done. Get it done. My, my goal in life as a kid was to play in the Premier League. So just get it done. Um, but yeah, coming coming to, to, to Birmingham, nice big ground. And just, yeah, it was just professional. Um, I remember it very, very fondly. Um, it was tough to leave Cardiff because it was in your comfort zone, but it was just another another step. I wanted to get there and, and made that choice. So, yeah, I'm going. Um, so, yeah, settled in well. And I think that he has to take some credit. Uh, McGaffer, Alex McLeish, he, he 
moulded a good, hard to beat team together with a bit of ex pros, a few kids. I mean, Scotty, we, we weren't tested in the Premier League at all. Um, hmm. and, and he thought we'd be good enough and, and, and moulded that, that team together of, of like I said, ex pros like Bowes and Carly, brought Fergie down, who, who, vast amounts of experience. And, and just it worked, didn't it? It did work. So well, yeah. Said, it did. I mean, it definitely did. And, and for you, when you joined, you know, it, it chunk of change for for a, for a team like Blues. Did did you feel any pressure yeah, coming for you know a, a fair amount of money? Yeah, was that just something that you thought a lot of, or it's just like, well, this is what I've always wanted. So you know, we we crack on. I'll be honest with you, the price tag really didn't come into my mind. It's that it was my own pressure on myself to think right you're here this is where you wanted to get to are you good enough so I heat pressure yeah. on myself in that sense I, I'll be honest with you I didn't think about the, the price tag at all because yeah. from from the step the steps I'd taken from Wickham to theirs yes it's been great okay gone there yes it's been great successful playing well I just I, I wasn't used to not playing well it doesn't. I'm not trying to sound big-headed because later in in my career, that happened to me. So, but yeah. the, the 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 train that I was on to get me to 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 that final point where I wanted to get to, I just based on past history, I just felt oh, you, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Um, yeah, and it, it it kind of went that way. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you, you, I think you play you played. 38 games in that in that sort of first season. Um, and I think for a lot of Blues fans watching, it, it there's never normally sort of a... It's never normally easy. And I'm not saying finishing ninth in the Premiership is easy, but it just seemed to be that it just got sorted really early on. And, and, and we were talking earlier. Your partnership with Scott, Dan, how, how did that... You know, was it just immediate? What, what, why was that so successful in your mind um well you've got two lads there that hadn't played in the premier league who wanted to play there wanted to impress wanted to do well both enjoyed defending yeah um and we got on so yeah, yeah i mean it, it was it, it, oh, i can't really say one reason why it works but a lot of the, all them things put together yes yeah, it's, it's, it was an, it's a successful partnership um not just us two. You had Kari right back. You had rigid people, defenders, people that want to not fussed about bombing on. And, and you had Fergie there, knew his role, just sat in front of us, and, and it worked. And you have to give the manager plaudits for that. Just to, to, to we, we were so hard to beat, and yes, we didn't score many goals, but we didn't really ship any. So we no. either draw nil nil or we win one nil. And Speaking on that kind of record-breaking season uh, for Blues, finishing ninth and whatnot. I think me in particular and a lot of other fans would feel the only thing that was missing from that season was probably a victory over Villa, to be honest. And that Villa away game, oh, we played so well. <laughs> and just to lose the way we did for something that was not a penalty, let's be honest. He, I still have arguments in the in the pub. I still live in Birmingham, by the way, so I, I go in the, into the Crown and in Four Oats, and, and the fellas there is a bit of a mix: Villa, Birmingham, West Brom, Wolves. 
Um, it's all good banter, but I still have arguments now with people. Because um, in my in my eyes, look, if, if it was a penalty, I'd say, yeah, look, yeah, do you know what? After seeing the replay, I don't need to see the replay. I know I, know I played the ball and I think the, the, the video evidence, I, let's take it to today's football. I don't think that gets given. No. 100% they don't. But uh, tough on the day to, to swallow, especially against Villa. Um, felt robbed because you're right, we were playing well and away at Villa Park, a, a, a draw, nil-nil. I'm, I'm happy, clean sheet. Um, yeah, so to lose in that, in that way, I was yeah, annoyed, very annoyed. Yeah. And then going on to the, as I said, about Blues never being straightforward, it, I suppose it was that looking quite comfortable and maybe looking to consolidate and kick on if we could. What was the, I guess, the main difference going into the second? I mean, the second season is probably the most memorable in the history of the club, both mm-hmm. good and bad. So what, 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 how did you feel it was, it was sort of different in that, your sort of second season at the Blues? I don't think it was massively different. It was, it was fairly similar. Um, look, I mean, who, who's been relegated with 39 points? Has it ever happened? I think someone went down with 40 ones. Um, but yeah, to, to take, to take, get that many points, I mean, it's our own fault. We needed, we needed a bloody one win. Well, one point out of the last six games and we lost all six. So you have to take that on the chin and, and blame yourselves in a way, but, it was difficult to, 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 to get relegated with that many points. Yes, the cut run, can you blame that? And did it take its toll? Maybe, uh, with the extra amount of games. But we had more than enough to, to stay up that season. So that, yeah, I mean, it haunts me still to, 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 like to today. It's a tough pill to swallow to, to go down with that many points. Because I think you're right, if we... If, if we could have just stayed up that season, that's that side would have stayed yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One million percent he would have. Yeah. Um, and then probably cutting it that fine into the final day that might have got a bit of backing, sign a, another couple of players, refreshing it. Um, and you could be looking at a different story um, with Birmingham and, and the, in the past 10 years. So, Yeah, definitely. And, and do, do you think, you know, we, we had some, I think we had some key injuries and, Obviously, Scott Dam was out for quite a while. Yeah. I, I mean, that ain't going to help the cause. Do you think, without sort of saying, you know, that that's the main reason why, but did you feel that you, you were just missing that sort of, you know, the rock next to you for a for Yeah, in certain games. I mean, you have to give good credit to Martin. It obviously played in the final and it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought maybe the players that came in it's, it's a tough one. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to hang anyone out. But did did we push hard enough in the January maybe to 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 get to cons- just make sure we we got that league position and and, and secured that? Um, I think the cup look it, it did take over. It was such a journey, wasn't it? With 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 this, this, the quarters. Never mind the semi. And I just think I don't know. It, it kind of took over. And once we're in the final, obviously the all the hype was about that. And it, and it took it did take away from the league because every other week there's there's, there's yeah. photo shoots and videos and, and and you get sidetracked and, and and no matter how you try to sort of 
I, I knew at the time I, I was like, we've got a, we've got to get a league game Saturday, and we, we, we're guffing around on Thursday to do with the Carling Cup. So it was, yeah. Yeah, but hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure everyone would change management. Yeah. Staff would would think twice about how they approach stuff going yeah. into the league game. And but with that, then the the, the owners just kind of they pay your wages and tell you, look, we've got this on Wednesday and Thursday and whatever day we had that stuff on, we we had to do it. Nowadays, yeah. I think a lot of people see league as a lot more important than cup competitions. And I think that's why we've seen sort of the importance of the FA Cup and the League Cup sort of die down over recent years. Um, But I think a question for you personally, would you... If I know your question, would I swap that cup for staying in the league? Yes, I would. Really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) As much as I loved it and it's the highlight of my career league in my head to stay in the league that that's an achievement in itself yeah. um, and I wanted to stay at Birmingham and go again the third season yeah so yeah it ended up me leaving Birmingham due to it so yeah and, and yeah, I suppose so I, I suppose on that you know it, with the, t- the team you know the whole thing broke up it was sort of you know the euphoria followed by you know the the the, the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Should, that team should have never gone down on well, paper. No. I, well, I mean, ask, ask yourselves a question. As, as, as Blue Noses, and yes, it was the best day of our lives. Uh, I, it is a tough question, but what happened after that relegation? Would you have wanted to, to stay in the Premier League and that side stay together and add to that squad? Or have that one day out at Wembley where in the semi-final and the quarter-final, yes, it was great. My, my view is I, 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 I'm, I'm happy we won the cup and, and the yeah. reason because like, I've been going for a long long time and Blues I've got a really good knack of getting to a point where the times are really good are completely nausing it up so even mm. if we've maybe stayed in for another year then I'll give you an example you know if you'd have stayed fit and Scott had stayed fit we'd have sold both of you for a lot of money because that's mm. just the way the club has always worked um, so for me, probably from a selfish point of view, because we can't dine out on much, mm. and you know, I'm still dining out on that. Oh, so <laughs> I'm still the most successful Midlands club. I'm making the wrong choice now. Take it back. Do you, do you know what? I'd, <laughs> so, I'd find that so hard to answer. It, it just it just depends where we'd be down the line, yeah. really. I think, but you can never know. Um, well, you do know because look, look where the club yeah. are after that. So the five years following that, three, even go three years following that. Yeah, and and, and, and I think that um, you know post that that side breaking up. So obviously you moved on to Wolves. Then, mm. as you said, you didn't want to go, um, but obviously you know you wanted to maintain your your career and what you were doing. Um, yeah. How did you adjust to it to go into a club maybe where, you know, by your own admission, probably wanted to be somewhere else? Did that did, did that loss and the and the hurt of relegation have an impact on you when in, when you went into Wolves? Yeah, I mean, look, I've done so many things about the Wolves saga, and and again, hindsight is a great thing. Would would I would I have gone? These are questions that can only be asked after something's gone wrong. So. 
I, I look, I, I mean, I've said it loads of times, I'll say it again, but I, I didn't want to leave Birmingham. They asked me, look, you, well, didn't ask me, they said, look, you, you've got to go. Uh, there's a lot of money there. We, we need to consolidate what, 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 with our assets and, and a lot a lot of players left that. I think 12 players left that 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 season um, or that pre-season and go, just going into the season. Um and clearly, I, I was the only idiot that's chosen another Midlands club. Um, so yeah, got a lot of got a lot of heat heat for that, um, which I was disappointed about. Coming back to Blues um, with the Blue Boys and stuff, yeah, it was a bit harsh um, after what I'd give to, to Birmingham. So yeah, I was a bit I was upset and, and disappointed with the, with the reaction there. Um, but that's football, and, and going into Wolves, it was just. Massively under pressure. I mean, the, the price tag was higher than what it was for for, for um, Birmingham. Um, Mick made the decision to make the captain immediate, immediately. Again, in, in hindsight, do I would I have took that? <laughs> tough situation. Um, put in a tough situation with it. So, look, I, w- I wouldn't change. So I'm, I'm me, and I've made them decisions, and I'll and I'll stand by them. But going into yeah. that, and then, and then, like I said to you earlier, that I, my my journey up until then, I didn't know playing badly. I, so going in and, and we started like house on fire. We I think we were second after four games. Everything I just thought, wow, it's happened again. And then yeah. boom, just like a sledgehammer, lost um, to QPR. Four, I think four one. And then from that. We're just an absolute slippery slope, spiraled out of control, and the team just weren't weren't good enough in, 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 over a course of a Premier League season. So, yeah, there was a million things I've never dealt with before that I had to uh, at Wolves. Um, my own personal performance, certainly, and um, it's what makes you stronger. You it's back. one of them things. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's football, absolutely, and and then sort of I guess po- post. Post Wolves, well, you know, sort of went out on loan a few times, and um, I guess when you sort of not getting to your end of your career, but obviously you you sort of maybe thinking of other things. Did you ever were you one of these guys that thought, well, yeah, it's football's always been my life. I want to try and get into management after football and and maybe take it further than your playing career as you were sort of you know m- moving through you know sort of maybe leagues and different clubs. Mm, of course, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm football. That, that's me, football mad. And thought I knew at 24 I wanted to be in management and coaching. Um, so that's why I started my coaching badges early. Started them at 28, I think. Um, and then got them ticked off because, as I found out, you never know when, you, when your last game is um, in football. You could be flying one day, injured, bang, that's you out of the game. So I'm glad I... Uh, took that approach on it because a lot of players don't. They, they think, right, okay, I'm finished now. Let's start my badges. It takes years. Yeah. It takes years to get them. I've, I've done all mine and it's took me six, seven years to get all of them. So it's not a quick fix. Um, yeah. And and just thought I'd try it out. I had a year out after playing so just because just of my knee and, and I thought, right, that's, I don't, I'm not officially retired. I refuse to do it. Um, I can't, I can't, say it. can't rule it out. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say them words. Next time you like, come, just take your we, kit. Wikipedia's uh, 
retired me because they've obviously seen I'm, I'm uh, 23's manager at Bromley, but I'll never officially say it, it will hurt too much. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to dive straight in and, and I loved it at Bromley. They, they were brilliant for me. Um, obviously gave, gave me a chance after such a saga with my knee injury and loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, made some great relationships and, 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 and the role came up and um, they, they decided that let's get Rod in. And then, yeah, yeah it was going swimmingly well, sat top of the league and then we got shut down, unfortunately. So sort of just drafted over to the first team and then and, and helping with, with the coaching and, and the sessions with the first team at the moment. Good club, so Bromley. Um, you know, there's their kind of story of how that club has rose from mm. where it came from is fascinating in itself. It's a great little club. They've got great owners and the owner's not a Wally. He's got a lot of money, very successful man and he wants to do it right. So the foundations they've built a new stand look, would, would suit a championship club, huge. Um, just started work on, on one of the side stands. Um, and it's got a lot more professional. Obviously, me going in, it was, it was crazy. I, I weren't used to it. And it, it was like sort of wash your own kit, no kit man kind of thing. And I was like, whoa, whoa what's happening here? So <laughs> I, 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 I was going to say, what's that change like? <laughs> oh, it was mental. I, I had to laugh at some things and just go with it and just roll with it because you just lose your head. Um, but in, in, I think without bigging myself up, my, my standards of professionalism has sort of worn off on a few of the, like the manager and the assistant manager and, and, and the people around it. Well, why, why isn't this there? Why isn't that there? I'm like, look, I know it's all money related. Um, but that, the, the club is, is on a massive, massive rise in, in my eyes. It's, the academy's humongous. There's 400 kids in the academy. Better than some championship academies, and yeah, they're going the right way. There's, he's not the owner's not trying to buy the buy the, the league. He wants yeah. to do it right. Give give people deals when they deserve them. Uh, they've just started handing out two year contracts. It's never been heard of. It's always look, he has a year's contract, and we'll revisit it. But no, they're they're, they're going in the right way, and, and, and with good management and good owners. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I'm enjoying it. Just yeah. trying out things like I've got my own team and I try sessions, what works, what doesn't work, formations, um, and just getting the boys to buy into how, how, how I work and my, my thought process on the game. Let's become a manager one day. Management, definitely, yeah. I'm happy learning at the moment. I think the worst case scenario, go with being chucked into a job and you're right. In, in the spotlight and then your first job could be your last so I want to yeah. when I when I go in I want to be the right loaded. yeah yeah I'm not I'm not forcing it I've got no ulterior motive at, at Bromley I'm I'm learning as, 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 as I go I look I have my philosophy on football and I'm putting that through to my my team at the moment and and yeah I've been with the first team as well and and they ask my opinions and, and it's just nice to be in and around the game and, and just helping in, in whatever way I can. Um, yeah. So see where, see where the future takes us. So, yeah. so you're obviously at a club now that, as you just said, sort of good owner, well run, good gaffer. So moving nicely. <laughs> I, know. I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming. Um, such a great chat. Should we just end it there? <laughs> I, 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 um, as I said, as I said at the beginning, it, it's 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 really good to get 
I think maybe a bit more of a, a, a maybe a calming perspective on, on where the club's at. Um, mm. So, start of the season, Karanka's appointed. What, what were you, A, what was your first thoughts? And then as the season's gone on, what have your sort of observations been? Well, initially, I thought brilliant. Uh, and I actually did the first game um, for, I think it was BBC West Midlands um, and watched the Brentford game. Yeah. Yeah. And what a performance. I just thought, brilliant. He's, he's only been here so long and he's got them. I, I did the season before and it was no disrespect to, to anyone, but it was, it was a car crash. Um, yeah. And I just thought, where, where, where is this team going? Um, so to come back the following season and, and see Karanka in, I thought, great appointment. Um, give him some, like, a bit of an identity. Be hard to beat. Of which that Brentford game, like they they could have played another two ninety minutes and not scored. So it was it was nice to see, and I thought, yeah, that's a good appointment. That's good. this 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 could be good. This could be a good appointment this season for for, for Blues. Uh, since it's very up and down, isn't it? Some game I've done I've done five or six games, and, and some games is is there, and they'll go and get a great result, and then the following game it's the complete opposite. Um, so the, 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 the what was it the Wickham game should have yeah. gone on and won three and four, end up yeah. losing the game. Um, two totally different performances. First half was was great. Second half just capitulated. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a tough watch, and I, and I feel for the, the Birmingham fans at the moment because, as I said, it's a high, and then there's a few lows, and then there'll be a high, and then there's a few more, more lows, and it's just there's there's no um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> there's no uh, it's just, they're not stringing it together in, in 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 just being solid for for a period of time. No consistency in 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 that. That was the word I was looking for. No yeah. consistency. It's, it's it's a bit up and down, isn't it? So. As a fan, tough to watch. I mean, what yeah. what, what would you? I, mean, I think what do you think's missing? I know I know consistency one hundred percent, and I and I would wholeheartedly agree that it's been. You know, we had a couple of really good performances. Um, well, God, I don't know how long ago. It feels like it forever ago. But yeah, I mean, we'd middle for a win away. <laughs> yeah, no one would have seen that coming. So yeah, that, that's that, what I'm talking about. To go away, give a clean sheet, and win one nil. That's brilliant. And then you come but back think... and, and perform like they did at Preston, yeah, at home, yeah. So, and, and and I think maybe that sort of I think where we're at now, uh, you know, sort of um, Cov, Wickham, um, obviously Luton, there, there just seems to be this. I don't know what do you think's missing. What if you looked at that team and said, right, apart from just. But where 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 do you think you know you you if in your view you you'd say right if we did X it'd have the biggest biggest impact. It's a tough question. Everywhere, so it's going to be my my. I don't want to hang anyone out. And I, I, I no, that's fair enough. Few people at, at Blues and um, Karanka, I, I believe he's a good manager. There is right. There's there's clearly something missing. Yeah. Um, but I will say, the only thing I, I, I'll say when the games I've watched in, in and, I, and I'm very fond of the the, um, the four two three one. Is sometimes I don't I feel as though the players don't know how to play it. Yeah, um, 
very, very defensive, but it's a great form. I play it. I play it with my 23s and they've really bought into it. And I'm defensive, very, very defensive minded. So I thought, right, I'm not just going to go 4 4 2. I want to be attacking, but I, I want to be so solid defensively. And, and I, I believe that's the best formation, certainly for me. Um, and uh, how I might how I process the game because you're so solid when you haven't got the ball. Yeah. But when you have got the ball, you 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 can sometimes get six players in five six players into the box. So just games when when I see it and I see the patterns happening and they're keeping it one side to the other. That's great. They do they don't bomb on the players that should be bombing on. They they still stay in that and then, and then it gets broke down too easily and the and possession gets lost. That's my. That's the only thing I can say. Certainly with that formation, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to dig out Karanka's methods on on how how his team should play and and our players giving it hundred percent. I, I I don't know that. That's that's, yeah. that's for the team and, and the, the manager to sort out. Um, it's one of them, really. I, I suppose if you were Karanka. It, would you would you be open to trying something maybe like a kind of direct approach in a four four two that's worked for Blues before? Because obviously a lot of those players are still previous players that yeah. he's playing. So you know if it's not maybe if they're not completely buying into the four two three one, would you try maybe a four four two that they're used to and just try and see out the rest of the season and try again? Oh, look, sometimes you've got to win ugly and the fans have to deal with it. You'd rather win ugly and, and yeah. you're talking about a win than, oh, we've lost 2-0 again. So, I, yeah, massively. Duke, you've got one of the best centre-forwards for heading the ball in, in the league. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sometimes, yeah, you've got to go back to basics. All right, OK, we're going to hit the big man on, 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 the, on the diag. Yes, play a bit of football, but predominantly we're, we're going to hit him. And runners off him. Yeah. See what happens. Ten sides in, because from a defender's point of view, you'd rather not deal with that for 90 minutes. Uh, uh, But look, perfect for me, because I'll just go and edit. But (laughs) sometimes if you're penned in and you can't get out, so when you are clearing it, you're just giving it straight back. And their first thought is to just bomb it straight back in. That's that's hard for 90 minutes. that's, That's hard to deal with. Yeah. So maybe he's going to take that. Uh, and, and I think, Roger, on, on some of the commentaries that I've, I've heard you do, where, uh, you know, c- certainly from, from just looking from, as you said, from a defender's point of view, if you've got somebody like Juki, you know, you're marking Juki and you've got a Mark Roberts, and I know the, the throwings never work, but mm. that aside, when there's like 15 minutes to go and it's nil-nil or you need a goal... We have got, I, I believe, we've got some assets there that you, you're absolutely right. It isn't pretty. It ain't Brazil 1970. But at the moment, what we just need to do is just just some sort of method of just trying yeah. to ruffle a few feathers and, and, and getting involved. Back to base. Yeah, I, I, I do believe in it. And sometimes it, it has to be done. It has to be done. And it won't be the first manager if he does decide to do it. That hasn't done it before. It's, it's, if you're not if you're not winning games, right? Okay, what 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 can we change? What can we what can we do now? Yeah, reverse. You play to your strengths. Like I said you've got Duke, Dukey there. One of the best editors of the ball in the league. So he, he pins people. 
So just bring bring the pretty players in, running off him, go and finish. Brilliant. Yeah. See yeah. if it works. I, I don't know. It's football's tough. Everyone's a manager, aren't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, Tom, have you got have you got a few a few questions from the fans? Yeah. Who, uh, uh, <laughs> but you, you can plead the fifth if you want to, Roger. I appreciate that some of these might be might be a bit direct. So if you want I don't to... mind. I'm very direct myself, so I'll give a direct <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> we have some questions from fans, and uh, we lost the questions we had on Instagram. So I've kind of just chucked a few in myself. Uh, but starting with the questions on Twitter, this one's from uh, Tom. Um, does he have a, fa- a spare pair of boots and fancy a game? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, do, do you know what? We, we do start five overs against the, the, the young kids. Um, and we're battering them. We, we should enter a, 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 a senior side and start <laughs> playing other clubs. Like we, it's very The catchment in Bromley is, is unreal. We've got Palace, Charlton. We're talking about getting a staff mini league going. But, do it, um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So but I'm still a player in my head. Like I said, I don't want to retire. So, look, if anything ever come up, and I thought, yeah, do you know what? Go with it. You never know. I'm not going to rule it out. But at the moment, I'm I'm fully focused on on, uh, on on just yeah coaching and 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 bettering myself in that in that field. Yeah. So uh, next question is from Big Dave. Um, what does he? Th- what do you think of the current centre halves at Blues? Mm, tough. Huh? <laughs> these, these are my. <laughs> this is my centre half union now. <laughs> oh, uh, defenders, look, defenders, very much like myself. I, I, I wasn't amazing at football, but what I did have, I, I was a, a good defender. Head block, tackle, and give it five yards to someone who's better at football than me. Um, it's a tough one. Look, Harley put his body on the line for it for anything. He'll, he'll tackle with his head, and I think that that's the basis of, of a good defender. Um, a, but it's not just centre backs. It's you need that unit. You need a back four who all want to defend, and the and then the, the boys in front of you, they're going to get out and block. If they haven't blocked it, you get out and block it. I don't. I I, I just think. Defensively, I, 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 I'm not going to hang them out. Look, goals win games, and if you're conceding, then clearly the thing is going to get pointed. Um, but I just think he's a team. He defenders a team, and then if it's not sticking up front or you're not keeping it and you're losing it in, in stupid areas, then then the back four they are they're going to get found out sooner or later, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so I said that very cleverly, didn't I? You did. I thought it was very smart. I mean, you know, you, you can answer that in a sense that you can talk about you can talk about the positives of the defenders. And obviously it's not working on the pitch right now, but they're all good defenders on their day. It's just getting that out of them at the moment. Of course, exactly that. It's exactly that. And then and and like I said, the consistency of it, keeping a clean sheet. I was that, that result with Borough take, for instance, I thought, right, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Like home game. Lost 1-1 one, one little way. Superb. Clean sheet. Come back. And, and, and just that, that's that's the consistency isn't there. And if they'd have gone and got a result and a clean sheet, it pressing, it builds and it builds and it builds. And, it, and that's what we were like. That's why we went on that run as a, as a team in, in, in uh, what, 10 years ago. Um, and, and we just thought, it's gone on that long. We ain't, we ain't going to lose. 
we had some people like United and Arsenal, Chelsea coming. We, we ain't gonna lose, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, confidence builds so so much. But if you've all got the people dying, willing to die for the cause, that's a huge help. Just I just want to interject for a second. Roger, you, you said that you know you're right. You know you you're definitely ahead it and kick it and and absolutely well. Premiership footballer, so you know, doesn't really get higher than that. But you made the point of you give it five yards so somebody take it off you, and you you probably had Fergie doing that more often than not. Perfect scenario. The, the problem is though, we we haven't got anybody that that will do it. Well, no, no one wants to touch the ball at the moment because of of how it's. Well, there you go. That's that's the confidence thing. I don't, I just, I don't want to make a mistake. Um, but yeah, look. But people say I underestimate my my me my thoughts on myself as a footballer too too much. But having someone like Fergie there was perfect because I, yeah. I do what I do. That's why I'm in the that's why I'm getting paid for. That's why I'm in the team. Keep it out of the goal. Occasionally hit the nice forty yard diag. Um, but predominantly, Fergie puts himself in a position where I'm, I've, I've stepped in and, and took it off to forward. It. Right, you have it. Yeah, go and make go and go and do the magic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next question is from uh, William Wright Heatley. Fancy a managerial job or to come out of retirement to play in a back four? I think you can see the common theme. Yeah, the questions. <laughs> the thing is, it's so hard. In my head, I'm still a. I can still play. Like I'm, I'm 37. I I could still play. Certainly at, at, at the level um, in the national league. Although well, no, it's a very good league, that you get some players that have played. League football, yeah. Premier League football, dropping down in, into them divisions at later in their careers, or certainly in this climate of COVID, there ain't many contracts being offered. And sometimes you've got to drop your ego. And if you want to play, you, you soon find out who still actually loves the game and wants to play, or it's just a pound note. Um, and that's why I did it. I, I thought, well, I'm not going to just stop now. If that's my knee's my knee, get on with it um, and, and go play and go and enjoy it. I get what everyone's trying to do, but at the moment I'm loving management. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. Um, Unless both Blues need me in, in the middle of a three, I'm not coming out of retirement, but I'm not retired yet. <laughs> so I'm confusing you. I'm confusing myself. I'm not retired, but yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next question is from uh, Neil Evans. Uh, I'd like to ask him what makes a good manager? Uh, that makes the team successful and like you really want to play for them. Um, and he said, Karanka has a lot of experience and I'm sure a lot of tactical knowledge, but from the outside, he doesn't seem all that inspirational, just a bit emotionless on the sideline. Yeah. Well, look, I'm new to the game. And I know how I'll behave and I, and I do. I'm screaming and shouting in, in my games and wanting to fight the opposition manager and just... I want to. I, I want to be out there, and I want to. I, I die for my team and whoever I'm in, in charge of. Um, we're, 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 we're as one. So, and that that's what I'm so pleased about with with, with the kids at Bromley um, because they bought into what I'm about. So that I, I believe that the look fans want to see someone maybe jumping around. Best manager uh, just won the Premier League. Klopp, Klopp, Klopp's like it. Yes, he, he's got the respect to the players. Yes, he's good tactically. He knows the game. But he's got the passion there as well. I, I think it's huge. 
Um, there's many managers that I, that I look at and some I've played for. And I, I, I look at them and I think, are you, you going to get the best out of me? Are you, are you going to get me up for this game? So you shouldn't need the manager, but Christ, it helps. You, you get yourself yeah. up and then the team get yourself up for it. And how mentally strong you are. I, I was always up for games just for my own, myself. Um, but when you when you see managers that, 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 that just that would you believe would die for you, um, and, and the same way round, I'd die for him and, and I'd tackle with my head if it was going to stop and help the team. Uh, I don't know. It's make a good manager. I, I do believe that's. I think one major thing that you need to be in it with them in, in yeah. respect of getting up and, and shouting like the modern some some managers that's not them as, as people um, who, who was the best manager you played under I was going to say that next one of my questions would be who's your um, manager well I've, I've, I've cleverly took bits from, from different managers I've, I've played under some great managers John Gorman at Wickham uh, superb uh, coach manager probably not um, so I've took bits out of that of, of him Dave Jones look, I thought he was great um, Mick I, unfortunately I didn't have that, that long with him um, but, but Alex it was just I don't know it worked it was just something about him that the respect was there straight away there wasn't yeah there was laugh and joke but the, the, and a bit of banter and I knew he had my back and he knew I had his. So it was it was one of them. It, it just worked. Um, so in my career, successful-wise, who got the best out of me um, would, would, would be Alex. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then kind of going on to a couple of questions I put together myself, short, snippy. Obviously, you scored at home in a 1-1 draw against Villa. Atmosphere would have been great, you know, scoring against mm. rivals. But then, obviously, you scored that amazing goal against West Ham in the semi-final. That you just, which one did you prefer scoring? I loved scoring against Villa. Don't get me wrong, I, I loved it. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, it was just being at home, um, to, to like celebrating with the uh, with the fans. It, that was was big. Um, but I think the, the the importance of that West Ham goal and and the atmosphere that night and the noise and, and where that goal took us in the game and, and took us in, in in respectfully to the to the final um, and to to finish that journey off of that cup run and be involved in in such an important goal, yeah, I, I mean that has to be that has to be the one I'm afraid, well, and, just, uh, and it was and it was a header, so yeah. Definitely. On, on the Villa goal, that was um, my eldest son's first game. Oh, really? And we're sat in the bottom front paddock and you, oh, came, you, you nutted you, and you came over and I'm thinking, this is his first game. <laughs> we're just it's going brilliant. to get Villa. And brilliant. it was absolutely unbelievable. You know, he's a, you know, he's a, a mad blue nose now. And, you know, the only for, thing that I've bettered it is if we'd have won 1-0. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, just just to see a score against Villa in his first game, he he was a lucky lad. I I certainly didn't get that. So that, yeah, that that was one. Sorry Brilliant. to interject, but absolutely, the, one of the goals I'll never forget. We yeah. can just forget Collins. We we don't need to think about <laughs> him. <laughs> um, 
But now, as another question from me would be, I suppose, obviously, a lot of people always, I suppose, unfair criticism because you know you were you were kind of forced out for the money in the end because the club mm. needed it. Would you have preferred to stay at Blues and build the club back up and you know be a part of that European run that you'd earned, really? Exactly. Yeah. Look, it was gutting. It was gutting. Look, I wanted to stay in the Premier League first and foremost. I'd, I'd had a taste of it and loved it. Um, but if I felt, well, one, I got asked to leave, so the conversation wasn't even there. But if I felt that the club were actually going to proper buy into, look, bouncing straight back and going for it, then, yeah, yeah look, I made decisions over my career and, and, and they ha I have to be sold on it. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'd, I'd waited so long to, to get to the promised land of the Premier League and loved every second of it with Birmingham for it to be taken away in the way it did and, and, and a chance to go and play in it again. Um, clearly, it would have took a lot of a lot to sort of make me change. I'm not, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have changed my mind, but it would have needed Birmingham to, one, want me, give me a, a deal, a decent deal that I feel that I, I would have earned just to back me as, as a player and then prove to me that, that they're actually going to go and, and have a right go at bouncing back. Yeah. Um, and that didn't happen so yeah look if, if them things did happen I'd have had a right decision to make definitely do you do you kind of do you, do you feel like you you missed out not being able to play in Europe though because I think that's devastated absolutely devastated you're right I, I I feel as though I was a big part to play in that along with along with the team um, and we all deserve to to go and have a bash in that um, yeah yeah so yeah, I was. It hurt. I was massively gutted um, to not to not play for, play for Blues in the, in that competition. Because um, look, it was oh, it was great times. Absolutely loved every second of it. So the way it ended, just yeah, it was bad taste in the end. Um, I, th I think it, in in I mean times are I mean obviously a coin of phrase. Time is is a healer, isn't it? And I think you know to to Blues fans now. The, what the memory of, of you being, you know, your association with blues isn't how you left. It's what you did when you were there. And, mm, it, and that's yeah. the way it is now. Um, absolutely without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and one thing that, that there's been a massive opener, I think for a lot of fans with listening to pods, the stuff that goes behind the scenes that fans never hear about the conversations mm. that happen, what's released to the, into the public domain, isn't always necessarily exactly what happened. And I think, you know that we, we we probably should all maybe not believe everything that we, mm. we read and everything that we see massively. I've always said it: don't believe everything you read. Um, social media has just took over the planet, so there's always someone that's going to have an opinion. And look, they're, they're they're allowed that. But like I said earlier in the in the pod, I was I was yeah I was gutted when I come back because I've been back to Wicker, I've been back to Cardiff, and I'd stand innovations. And I, and if I if I felt I I'd earned it anywhere, it was certainly St Andrews. Mm. Um, so to come back and I've spoke to loads and loads of fans over the years and they're like no no it's a, it's a minority it's a minority at so the time it felt big overthinking it yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, I think I was, it, I was devastated it really is just because it was Wolves at the time I think and and, that, and that's that's all I can think it was because as I said I, I, I was one of 12 yeah. probably at left um, yeah, but I 
Yeah, I, I, I look. I get the Midlands thing. I, I, I get it's a, a rival club. Imagine well, if it was Villa. You just say, spare spare a thought it. for the gaffer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. Very brave. Very brave man. I, uh, I wouldn't have done it. It still blows my mind to this day. But you know, even da- down the line, he was forgiven by a lot um, when it came to that 140 year anniversary dinner, which I believe you were at as well. Um, yeah, I was here. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? You know, just reuniting with everybody. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, just see the lads again. I'll t- tell you what has been really nice. Um, obviously, the 10 years anniversary. We're supposed to have, have had a, a big meal by now. Actually, it was yeah. this month. I actually think it was this weekend. Um, 21st of, of, of February, we were due to to go into one of the big big buildings in, in Birmingham. I can't remember where it was, to, to go and have a sit down. They'd sold all the tables uh, and just get that that cup squad back together. And yeah, I was really looking forward to it, but because of what's happened with COVID, I think it's been put back till May, but we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, just, we've been doing podcasts and, and Zoom calls and and just getting back and chatting about it. Like me, yeah. who was it the other day? Me, Fozzy and, and Bose. I just sat there like cold, like the hair's standing up and- Just and thinking like, about it. Eyes filling up. It was just the emotion. Yeah, it was- yeah, it was nice to to to, to revisit it. Um, th- but it's been on telly the last. Few- yeah, I've seen it. I don't know if any of you've watched it or seen it. I keep getting Birmingham fans sending it to me. Oh, Channel Four, <laughs> retro, on. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just sit there. It's brilliant. I just watch it again. I was going to say, I, I, I've had plenty of times where I've sat down and rewatched the game with a beer in hand and then tears in eyes. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just one of them. Um, and, you know, when I think about stuff like that, I wouldn't change it. But then I, I don't know. It's just frustrating because I feel like that team was more than deserving to stay up. But injuries, mm. and no, I agree. Totally agree. Happens. It's um, so, Rog, just one one last one last one. I guess before we we wrap yeah. it up. Um, Obviously, you played as we've said two fantastic seasons and the you know, amazing Blues teams. And you, know, you can answer this one without, I think, um, <laughs> digging anybody out. If, yeah. if, if, oh, God, if you could, if be? you could pick one player, we've asked play, it every player. Don't yeah, worry. <laughs> if you could pick one player that you played with the Blues and drop them into the team now that you felt would have the most impact. Who would it be and why? torn between two and it's probably not what you think it's going to be oh but I guess one I'm torn between two I'm, I'm torn between two but I'm going to go with Fergie great shout I knew you would yeah that's a great <laughs> shout yeah I'm going to go with Fergie Kari oh, it was either Kari or, or, or Fergs but I think because Fergie's central right back can't yes he can talk and he can he can instruct and, and give it give his how he was over but out on the right I just think centre of the pitch and the, and the job that he did in securing that picking out passes um, and then the way he was as a, as a bloke and a player and the experience and the talking of it and the understanding of the game I think he would 
definitely help that side out at the moment. Yeah, I, 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 could, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, just, yeah. Just one there. more quick question from me. Um, obviously, you know, you spoke about the last six games and all we needed really was a point. Um, but you look at that last game in particular, we didn't play badly, played well. No. Uh, unlucky in the end, you know, Pavlyuchenko just had a blinder. Like, uh, it wasn't much you could... Well, we were nine up front because we heard from the sideline that we needed to score because we, <laughs> I think Wolves had scored a fifth against uh, Blackburn, did they yeah. beat before? They lost, they lost they 5-3 or something, or four, four, something like that. So, yeah, we were sat steady. At, we were staying up at 1-1. Mm. And then I think we, we ended up going down by a goal, didn't we? So that's why they got the second, which kind of... Was a bit harsh, really, because we just. You think there was much more you could have done, like that day? That day, no, I think you're right. I think we performed well. I thought we come away with it away at Tottenham, one-one. Yeah, we'd have took that. I just can't believe we were in that position to to go in not. Yeah. Without, with other sides can do something to affect you. It was, yeah, yeah, it haunts me. Still haunts me to today. Um, having that many games left to, to have it in our own hands and to, to mess it up. But it's a tough league. So when you go on that run, Peter, it's, it's been the same year on year. You, you look at Sheffield United, the longer that run goes on where you ain't getting a win, it's, it does affect you. Mm. Mm. But I, I think, to, I suppose, to, to wrap it up, Rog, firstly, th- thanks so much for your time. That's been, that, I absolutely loved it. It's been um, great to oh, No problem. No and, problem and, at all. And, Enjoyed and, it. And I think, you know, for, for, for me, <clears throat> you know, I much prefer to say, you know, thanks for everything that you did for the club. And obviously, you know, that that, that piece of silverware, and I, and I do stand by what I said, I wouldn't give that for anything. Yeah, I'm torn. I've I'd have been buried by so many Villa fans if we hadn't won that. So I'm I'm absolutely over the moon with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Tom, thank you very much for your time, and Roger, thank you so much, and uh, good luck with Bromley. I hope it all goes well, mate. Yeah. And, um, Thanks. I see, see you in the Blues dugout one day. Uh, absolutely. You never know. You never absolutely. know. I live. I, I live in bloody Sutton. I could do with a job at it somewhere at Birmingham. We'll <laughs> somewhere see. local. Yeah. Time will tell. We'll definitely put a word in. But yeah. but for now, um, thank you everybody for downloading the pod. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. As I said, please, uh, if you're downloading iTunes, please leave a comment and rate. It does out help us out greatly. And don't forget to find all your pods from Blues Focus Pod. Uh, co.uk and never miss a pod by subscribing but for now thank you very much for listening and, and please remember to drop in us for the reviews and previews of the games as we get towards the i guess the crunch part of the season but for now thanks a lot and keep right on sports social podcast network it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.